All right, let's do this. Gotta gotta get a new episode recorded. <laughs> All right, uh, it's been so long. How does it go? Uh, hello and welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, the audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Mike, um, and I'm your only host today. Just kidding. Well, we do have our special guest host. Uh, Mr. Josh. That's me. I'm not Morgan. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> so if you want to turn off the podcast right now, we won't hold it against you. Uh, we know that most people listen for Morgan, but she's in such high demand right now um, that we can't even get a hold of her for our own podcast because she's so busy at work. So you're going to have to bear with us. We already missed a week. And so we got to keep we got to keep recording because there are so many people relying on us. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's very disappointed. <laughs> Tens of people are upset. And by upset, I mean, they're just like, hey, what what happened? There wasn't a new episode this week. <laughs> yeah. It's mostly just me. Because I'm like, every Tuesday, I'm like, I have something to listen to. Not this week. Uh, well, this week you will. But yeah. You, you will <laughs> I have can't wait to hear what happens. So uh, we are going to continue our series that we've only done one episode of. And that is <laughs> Buffy Buddies, I think, is what we settled on i don't remember it could be something else what's better than buffy buddies oh i think i suggest i forget what it was also but uh-huh. i suggested uh bffs or buffffs <laughs> buffffs <laughs> yep that works um buff friends forever basically we're just gonna watch a tv show from somebody on buffy the vampire slayer before they were on buffy the vampire slayer just like we do on our friends before friends uh segments and this time, I just found out that SMG herself, Sarah Michelle Gellar, was on a teen soap before she was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That show is called Swan's Crossing. Now, the very confusing part of Swan's Crossing is it, it's not possessive. It is not the crossing owned by the swans. It is plural. So Swan's oh, Crossing. So it's probably about her family and her last name, Swan. I guess. And they're crossing? Yeah. I <laughs> something I assumed it would be about her and her name is Swan. Yeah, maybe her name is Swan. But Weird. that would be no, that would yeah, make sense. Yeah, cuz that would be possessive. There has to be there has to be more. <laughs> yeah. Has to be more than one for that to make sense. So, it must be her family. That's Or what her and her best her best friend. <laughs> that, her friend Beth. No, that's the whole point is that her best friend <laughs> is named also Swan. <laughs> oh, maybe. We're both like we're not related, but we have the same name. Weird. Same very unusual name. <laughs> Um, so I know basically nothing about this show. It was on for one season and it's a soap. So it was on like 60 episodes. <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm guessing they all aired in one week, 65 episodes in one season. So I'm guessing that the production value on this is going to be quite poor. Mm-hmm. I I do. Th- nope. I don't think there's anybody else on here. I think I was thinking of something else. I was going to say, I think there's other people, but looking at this cast list, don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> But so this is from 1992, so five years before Buffy, and she's she was on All My Children in 94, right. so this is even before that. Um, so this is really her first thing at all. I think she's 15 in it, so it's Hot. crazy. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> she's uh, an adult now. Yes, that's true. And we were younger than her then. Exactly. I was... I've done the math. It's okay. It was a hot from the past. <laughs> All right, so I have no idea what this show is actually going to be about. I'm trying to find out what 
what network it was on. It seems, I guess it was just in syndication. So any, any channel that wanted to stream it, stream it in the nineties, <laughs> any channel that wanted to broadcast it over the airwaves was, was free to do so. And so probably UPN. Yeah. I'm guessing, or like, I can't even remember what those were. I was going to say like <laughs> my 32 or whatever, but I think that was later. Um, let me see it has a 7.2 on imdb so maybe this will be good <laughs> yeah that's not bad actually. no it's actually not too bad yeah what do you think the show is gonna be uh i feel like it's very much just gonna be a soap opera from a like a my so-called life maybe it was trying to bite off my so-called life maybe i, I feel like the show's canadian <laughs> my so-called life was later my so-called life it? is in like 96 oh weird I never watched it. Sorry, everybody. Uh, I never watched My So-Called Life. 94. Uh, not, a, my, not a Leto head. <laughs> my So-Called Life is very good. You should watch that. <laughs> we should we should just turn off this and turn it off yeah. and start watching it. Yeah, like I'm I'm thinking more like 90210. 90210 more soapy than My yeah. So-Called Life. And but I, I I is that even 92? Let's look it up. This is good podcasting. <laughs> yeah, Googling okay. Stuff. So so Beverly Hills 90210 came out in 1990, so that would make sense. Something them trying to capitalize yeah. on that teen market yep but it is interesting that it is actually like soap like it must have been on five times a week right i'm guessing this is gonna be really bad <laughs> yeah. the more i'm thinking about it, it i'm be. like this might be really bad the weird thing though is it's a half hour are most so i think a half hour soap yeah no they're all hour long i usually. think i used I to watch a lot of days of our lives when i was a kid <laughs> so. but i think passions is half hour oh really i think so is passions the weird one with all the witches and stuff yeah weird. uh it's the only one that i've ever watched more <laughs> yeah. than a single episode of and i think i remember them being shorter so i think i looked up the the pilot episode for this is only 18 minutes long <laughs> jesus so <laughs> depending on how much material there is we right. might have to watch a second episode yeah otherwise this might be a very short episode which hey maybe our listeners would enjoy <laughs> yeah they're like morgan's not on it we're just gonna fast forward anyways uh so what are some predictions what do you think is going to show up on this teen soap from the early 90s uh i feel like there's going to be a lot of very heavy shoe shoehorned in stuff uh-huh. like someone's going to be very depressed mm-hmm. it's all going to be high school stuff so it's all going to be like stuff that isn't really that bad uh-huh. as an adult but as a a teenager it's like oh that would have been the end of the world um, like a math test <laughs> yeah but she forgot to study for it oh no um, but yeah it might also be the opposite where it's like there's a school shooting <laughs> like, where it's super heavy i would think it would lean more towards the heavy like and then she has to do drugs yeah and might... then her best friend is pregnant <laughs> her best friend beth uh it no, might be her best friend swan <laughs> yeah. it might be something like that where it's like jesus how did any of these kids get through life with <laughs> so much heavy stuff happening to them yeah it might be very very heavy unnecessarily but that could be fun or maybe hear me out she's a <laughs> she's a new girl in town she just had to move because she got expelled from her old school <laughs> for burning it down Yes. And she has to kill vampires also. Oh, you went a little too far. What if it was just Buffy, except that there was no <laughs> it's vampires? before she goes to Sunnydale. It's, it's in bef- between. Well, no, it's before Donald Sutherland shows up. Oh, And gotcha. she turns from Christy Swanson into Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> Which is an improvement. Yeah, I rewatched the Buffy movie recently. Oh, did you? Kind of hoping, like, oh, maybe it is really good, and yeah, I just didn't yeah. get enough of a chance. No, the movie is not good. I enjoyed it. I, w- I saw it in the theater when I was a kid. Which, what, the same year this came out, probably? 92? Yeah. Weird. Um, 
Yeah, I enjoyed it. I wanted to rewatch it recently just for Paul Rubens because he's awesome. Yeah, there are parts. that movie, there are parts of it that are good. Did you rewatch it? Uh, I have not. Uh-huh. Um, Chrissy Swanson is not a great person, so <laughs> that came out recently. So I had no desire to watch it after oh, that. Yeah, well, she's not good in it either. So <laughs> yeah. uh, there are fun parts in it, but no, overall, watch, skip the movie and just watch the series. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say uh, we're assuming this is gonna be all at the high school. But it has to have probably something to do with her family, too, right? Right. Yeah, it could be, uh, I feel like maybe an Everwood vibe where she does go to school, but it's mostly just her life right. at home. Living with her Dr. Dad. Yeah, yeah, her Dr. In a small Dad. Town. His name is Dr. Dad. <laughs> oh, man, we should, watch, watch, <laughs> we should watch Dr. Dad. It doesn't even exist. Let's, let's make it and then watch it. Okay. Um, that's Mr. Dr. Dad. I have no idea what we're getting ourselves into here, but uh, we spent 10 minutes talking about it. I guess that's enough. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right. Let's see what the hell this show is. Swan's Crossing, coming at ya. Next. <laughs> it's a new teen attitude. Oh, I love myself. The town with the in-crowd goes to check each other out. You're the only one. And drive each other crazy. Anything can happen in a place like this. How could you? And does. Swan's Crossing. This summer's coolest new series, today at 5 on Channel 11. Hi, I'm Sarah Geller, and I play Sydney. Catch Swan's Crossing right here on K5. And we're back. We just watched an episode, the first episode, of Swan's Crossing. And this was definitely a TV show. <laughs> this was something. Yeah, what, what was this show about, Josh? It was crazy. I don't even know what... <laughs> Like the tone, it starts out like it's supposed to be silly and yeah. funny, but they definitely try to make it like very heavy and dramatic throughout the show as well. But it like bounces up and down so hard. Yeah. And during the heavy stuff, they're like, make it light and funny. Uh, yeah, I'm guessing that this was aimed towards like young teens. Right. So like they were like, well, we want it to be a soap opera, but we don't want it to get too heavy. So anytime something <laughs> yeah. happens that's dark, we'll immediately have some kind yeah, of levity. Yeah. And none of the comedy is like jokes it's more just like the characters are weird <laughs> yeah the characters are definitely weird yeah it was absolutely nothing like what i was expecting they don't spend any time at high school nope this takes place during the summer i guess yeah or I think at, it's the, end right at the end of summer yeah, yeah. yeah so it's a bunch of people that are living in this small rich white town and <laughs> very white and they apparently like two of the biggest most popular people went away for the summer yeah garrett and sydney uh-huh and sydney is played by sarah michelle geller yep and there's nobody else in the show that i know <laughs> no well there's the character actor that plays submarine man yeah yeah he's uh he's kevin McAllister's uncle and home right. alone he's uncle frank yeah yeah he's the one that calls him a pervert or whatever <laughs> look what you did you little jerk <laughs> man uncle frank <laughs> yeah oh so there's a submarine in this show for no reason <laughs> which we'll get to that because i don't know what that's yeah they didn't explain it in the first episode who Um, is that person all right so we open up and so the town is called swan's crossing and apparently it's called that because there are a lot of signs that say swan's crossing (laughs) yeah because there are lots of swans crossing looking up imdb there was a couple of characters with the last name swan i'm wondering if maybe they're the submarine people oh maybe they don't explain it nope (laughs) they don't mention anything about swans in the first episode so they open up with a narration, 
and it says the town where the sun never sets but they put it in the family vault for the night right so they're saying like the people are so rich and pompous here that they don't think they don't believe in science (laughs) they think their families just put the sun away for the night yeah they're so rich and powerful that they control the day and the night i guess (laughs) and then immediately we get a a screeching guitar riff oh yeah that was very out of place while while we're having these kind of like really uh soft lit like pretty slow motion kind of typical soap opera images including a girl watering the lawn (laughs) with her watering can and that's when we get the guitar screech and Uh i was like yeah water the hell out of that lawn (laughs) rock and roll but it's not really an opening credits no because they the characters start talking and it still feels like it's the opening credits like montage but we're in the show now yeah and it keeps going for a while right and i was like oh is this still the credits or is this like because it turns into a song later it does they're lip syncing something for no reason with the character i thought was going to be like a prominent like the funny friend character Mm -hmm. the guy who's playing the keyboard right which (laughs) the quality of the show is so bad (laughs) he's fake playing this keyboard there's no keyboard sounds you can just hear the clicking of the actual keyboard without batteries in it when he's pressing the keys yeah production's not so great it's shot on video it looks really bad um yeah the the acting is uh lacking uh so we have some more guitar screeching and we get into our uh what i think of as like the save by the bell set yeah it looks like when they're in the soda fountain the soda like place yeah um it looks like california dreams yeah like it looks just like it it is it does but i guess it's like a ice cream bar i guess because so. they all have vanilla ice cream yeah cones, the ladies just walking serve. around with soft serve cones already made <laughs> and the girl's like can i take one for the road or whatever and she's like <laughs> knock yourself out <laughs> yeah <laughs> ice cream's free here in swan's crossing as long as you like vanilla um so then we get our first character who's sandy who doesn't really play a big part in this no. episode but for some reason she is the first person introduced <laughs> yep and then this other girl comes up to her who looks a little bit nerdy i didn't get what her name was and she's like hey what's up do you want to hang out <laughs> and then she looks at her sandy looks at her and it was like with you and she's like yeah and sandy's goes yeah all right <laughs> like, it was what? very strange i did expect it to be like a oh she's too good for that person but yeah. it's like no they're friends I guess. Why are they talking to each other that way? And like, why did she say with you? <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe she just wanted to clarify. Do you want to hang out? Oh, like with anybody? <laughs> are you asking me if I feel like hanging out with another person? Or with you specifically? Either way, it's a yes. <laughs> right. Oh, so then somebody walks in. Is this the the character, the keyboard man character that he's like? Yes, he has like, like the weird. I got the car. Yeah, he has the weird floppy hat and like the oh, and the circular sun- sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's your stereotypical, uh, I guess not cool guy like the ner- like the nerdy cool guy. Yeah, yeah, like, like Ducky he, from uh, Pretty yeah, yeah, exactly. He's definitely uh, an eighties. He's like Styles from Teen Wolf. Yeah. Um. So he apparently got got the car, and <laughs> yeah. everybody is very excited, which is very important apparently for one scene yeah. while they're lip syncing. Right. So after our ice cream bar sequence. Oh wait. Oh, there's a lot of there's so much shit there's happens in this. So much this stuff is, happens. In this is only 18 minutes. minutes long, and at 12 minutes, I was sure it was the end of the episode because so much had happened. Yeah. So I checked, and I was like, "Nope, we're only 12 <laughs> minutes in." So they're like 
we're got to go meet up with people at the library, I guess. But that never happened. Yeah, they never went to the library. Or they just say somebody's at the library because they're like, on a day like today, they're at the library. <laughs> and that's what I mean about the jokes. Like, that's not a joke. Yeah. It just it just is something that's weird to say. Um, then we cut to kids launching a rocket. And this happens for the entire episode. They constantly are cutting back to them going like, all right, let's start the countdown. <laughs> I know they start the countdown first and then something happens and they have to restart the countdown. Like why go to them in the first place? Uh, no reason. And also it's completely arbitrary. They could just push the button at any time. Yeah. Oh yeah. But why are they counting? Because they're nerds. Down? They're like these nerdy characters and they're like, we want to do a rocket yeah. launch. They but, can start at 10 though. They start at 30. So did you immediately know the size of this rocket no this rocket is gigantic right and but i feel like they didn't show us the scale until like way into yeah, the episode yeah. i assume they were just like launching like yeah a regular, i thought it was like, a regular model just, rocket, like, model rocket. <laughs> no this is like yeah, a like, missile this yeah is you like, could ride in this rocket like these kids would be arrested <laughs> like this is this is treason yeah it's huge it's gigantic um like like, like a rock it's like a real size rock it's humongous <laughs> so they do nothing, and then we cut back to something else. We cut to everybody dancing in a gazebo. <laughs> yep. And this is and so now the music is back to playing full <laughs> loudness, um, which is again a kind of a poppy, jaunty '80s sounding pop tune, but with lots of really screeching guitars. <laughs> yeah. There is like the characters are trying to talk over each other, but <laughs> the guitar is so loud, you can't hear what they're saying. And it was, I was still not sure, like, is this credits? Are we, are, are they, is it going to be like California Dreams? Are they yeah. a band? Nope. Just a no. bunch of kids hanging out. That's what they do during the summer, I guess. And then I thought like, oh, so this is the credits and the music isn't practical. They're just kind of hanging out, goofing around. But then when the girls walk away from the car, yeah. he's like, hey, walking away right in the middle of my song. <laughs> and the music's still playing. <laughs> Like they just walked out of a music, they quit a music video yeah. in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Now we finally. Well, I guess we we see Sarah Michelle Gellar at the beginning. Yeah, during what we thought was the opening credits, <laughs> right. but it was just a scene from the show, I guess. And all she does is say "step on the pedal" to her uh, butler driver yeah, man. Yeah. So there's swans actually crossing the street, and there's a sign saying "swans crossing," right. and she tells him to like run over them. <laughs> So we get right away that she's not super nice. Right. She does. I immediately was like, this is just a prequel to Cruel Intentions. This is just <laughs> that character. Yeah. She's even kind of like dressed like that character because she's coming from horse camp. <laughs> yeah. So she's still dressed in her whatever that attire is. Horse clothes. Horse riding clothing. Horse clothes. Yeah. <laughs> she's a real clothes horse. Um, so now we get a little bit more of her and she pulls up. And everybody goes, Sydney, you're back. And then and, they say her name 50 more times. Oh, yeah. They <laughs> they look and they go, Sydney, Sydney. And then another person is like, I guess I should say it too. <laughs> Sydney. And then the same character says, Sydney, again. <laughs> they say each other's names a lot on this show. Well, they only say Sydney and Garrett a bunch. A lot. Well, there, there's JT, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Sandy, and that's the end of the names that I remember. <laughs> yep. But they do say Garrett and Sydney a lot. So we meet Sarah Michelle Gellar and they're like, Sydney, you're back. And she like very coolly says, yes, I am. Because she's the badass character. Yeah. Well, Th her mom's running for mayor. No, her mom is the mayor. Oh. She's running for re-election. Re <laughs> Don't worry. We'll get to her mom. There's still so many notes. 
Then immediately after saying, Sydney, you're back, we cut to Garrett, you're back. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you couldn't pick a different yeah. way of saying it. Yep. They cut from one person Literally. saying you're back <laughs> yeah, it's to the another same person. scene. It's just a different part of the like block. <laughs> different part of the block. They're standing different in. characters saying exactly the same thing yep. to a different character. <laughs> so Garrett is the bad boy and mm-hmm. he's back in town and they've got a history, Garrett and Sydney. <laughs> yeah. A very weird History. A, a history that does not make a whole lot nope, of sense not at all also garrett fluctuates from being like nice and being like the biggest fucking asshole <laughs> yeah he's a huge douchebag like but he seems like his character normally seems like just a normal guy until it like cuts back to him and he's like i was just kidding fuck everybody <laughs> and you're like why are you why? i don't understand this character <laughs> Like he's he seems genuinely to care for Sydney, right? Like he's like Sydney, I love. Well, he doesn't. They're teenagers, so he's like, I like you a whole lot. And then she's like, I don't give a shit about you. And then he's <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> We'll get to that scene. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, okay, so we meet Garrett now. Oh my god, so much shit. Garrett is the kid, by the way, from Airborne. If you know that Rollerblade movie with is Seth it? Green, he's the main character. Oh wow, movie. I didn't even pick up on. Yeah, that. I was like, I recognize that guy. That's well. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Now there's two. There's two great actors in this. Uh-huh. Uncle Frank and <laughs> just kidding. Okay, so now we cut to her mom, the mayor, and these mayor scenes. I didn't really get a whole lot. Colt. Hmm, these mayor scenes. I didn't really get a whole lot out of, except that apparently she's bad. She's mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't maybe know. corrupt. I guess so. She's going to sue somebody for some reason, but it sounds like a legit reason to sue somebody. <laughs> but the guy was like, you're going to sue them, obviously. And she was like, well, of course. <laughs> so I was like, well, she just does that a lot. But right. yeah, I couldn't really pinpoint. I feel what like the music to... changes when it's Yeah, hard. yeah. It feels burm, burm, more burm. evil. Yeah, yeah. Soap opera evil. Yeah. Uh, but again, I'm not really sure what's happening with that. They're saying she's running unopposed because Sarah Michelle Gellar says, oh, I had to come back to help my mom run her campaign. Right, right. And they're like, but I mean, nobody's running against her. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, I think they said they're setting up for 4th of July. Like, I thought this was the end of summer. Why is it so early? I don't know. Maybe this is like Canadian and their summer is different than ours. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, okay. And she has like some sort of aide. That, that yeah, is- some guy who's also evil. Yeah, I got. I don't. I didn't catch his name. I don't even remember what he looks like. And we just watched yep. it, so didn't make much of an impact on me. He looks like the dad from One Tree Hill. Which dad? Uh, the one with the black hair. I never watched One Tree Hill, but I know that that's what that guy's from. Oh, Dan. Maybe. Yeah. There's guy. a there's a meme where someone needs a heart and a dog eats it, and that's from One Tree Hill, <laughs> and it's a very famous meme that's supposed to be very dramatic, but it's very silly. That's funny. That show is really entertaining for the first <laughs> for the first season yeah. and then it gets really bad but i i watched that and it's very fun that character is awesome though that, oh yeah the, the dad character is we're ta- this has nothing to do with <laughs> swan's crossing we'll just talk a little bit about one tree hill <laughs> and why i ha- have watched it um that character dan is just relentlessly the most awful character in anything <laughs> i've ever seen so he like has an illegitimate child with moira kelly and that's chad michael murray uh-huh. and because he's illegitimate and he has like a like a legitimate son with his wife he treats chad michael murray like so fucking (laughs) awful and like he'll just walk up to him and be like you little bastard i wish you were never born you little piece and it's like a high school kid and like he's just always like plotting against him and like trying to destroy his life and you're like why he's he's like your son why are you so mean to him 
<laughs> and and he'll like trick him into being like because he's super rich and he'll be like oh i'm gonna help you out i'm gonna help you get a basketball scholarship and all this stuff and then i'll be like psych i hate you you're not my real son you piece of shit and you're like wow that character is so evil <laughs> anyway he's not on this show but you should watch that if you want to watch <laughs> cheesy soap operas uh anyway what were we talking about so much garrett something oh so garrett and his friend jt ride off on some tiny motorcycles <laughs> mini bikes that they call SMG mini bikes calls them i don't know what that is they look <laughs> like tiny dirt bikes yeah yeah um and they are are riding they're racing around and talking to each other with motorcycle yeah, helmets on with their helmet they're talking at a normal volume and can hear each <laughs> other perfectly fine look at each other with with some voiceover going like <laughs> hey where are we going or whatever and you're like they couldn't hear each other that's ridiculous <laughs> Sarah Michelle Geller tells the other girls to throw away their ice cream. She's upset that they still have their yeah, ice cream. for some reason. I feel like that ice cream would have been melted or eaten by this point, but... Oh, yeah. It's been a while. I don't know how the <laughs> that cone is still intact. Uh, then the driver takes the ice cream and eats it himself after they were licking it, and I, I was like, that's really gross. Yeah, that was super... I was hoping he didn't do that, but I was like, he's going to do it as a joke, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he does just in the background and very subtly so i'm like i don't think that was written <laughs> that guy was just like once again uh sydney says use your pedal and i was like is that like her catchphrase that's her thing she says that's what she says when she's on a horse it is funny though because she whips the side of the it, car like she's on a horse she does have her little horse whip and hits the car and that was genuinely funny i said she hits it with her horse thing because i don't know what that's called <laughs> Back to the countdown, still counting down, still not launching. That's that scene. There's <laughs> yeah. this happens every five minutes. They cut back to the rocket, yeah. the rocket boys. Rocket boys. Let's see. Oh, now we finally get to our submarines. Oh yeah, that just shows up out of nowhere, which we know is a submarine because there are some painfully awful submarine <laughs> sound effects. Yep, like the the radar noise and just like the underwater sound i guess but it just looks like somebody's house yeah i wasn't sure when they first showed it i was like i think they're supposed to be in a submarine (laughs) but i really can't tell no there's no windows opening up into the water there's no it doesn't it's not metal looking no it's all wooden and there's a steering wheel like it's a boat yeah (laughs) but it's not (laughs) it's a submarine but there is a periscope which yeah yeah now we know for sure it is a submarine (laughs) and i think they even say submarine at some point but for a little while i was kind of confused yeah yeah he does say are you ready to surface Mm -hmm. a couple times i said i guess these are the bad guys so in addition to the mayor i guess the mayor is more just like a bad character but these are like the antagonists i'm guessing i guess so i can't they don't do anything in this episode but again i feel like they got the evil music and the it's so it's a dad i'm assuming it's a dad yeah yeah and like his teenage daughter. daughter And she is like a little shit. Yeah. The entire yeah. time she's like, I hate Swan's Crossing. It's so boring. I I hate land people. But also he says, are you ready to breathe your first air oh, wow. of Swan's Crossing? So maybe she's been in a submarine for 15 years. Maybe she's <laughs> never she has been. every right to be super pissed. But I think she would be excited. But maybe she's like, this is all I know. I don't yeah. want to have. But that. she does say it's boring. So I don't I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think she's been out before. But maybe this is the first time she's ever been to Swan's Crossing. Maybe. But still, like, what did she just read about it? And she I, was like, that sounds really yeah, boring. So. And I guess they go on adventures because she's like, <laughs> yeah. she's, no. So she says, I want to go on an adventure. And then her dad's like, that's like all we do. Yeah, yeah. It's like literally all we do is go on adventures. <laughs> We're in a fucking submarine right now. And she's bored with it. So uh, she's bored with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And they're about to surface in like a lake. 
right. <laughs> I guess we should clarify. There's no logical reason that yeah. they would be there. And as good a time as any to say that their periscope is disguised <laughs> as a, a swan. <laughs> Oh, God, yes, that happens. <laughs> now we get... It's going to take way longer to explain than just watching the TV I show. Know. <sighs> like halfway through this. So now Garrett shows up at the rocket launch. And they're like, Garrett, the alien has returned? And I was like, I have to assume that this is just metaphorical. Right. <laughs> but the show is so bizarre. You're like, oh, he's an actual alien. Might there was a whole storyline before this where we met an alien. <laughs> he became a boy. And is now living among us. I wouldn't be that surprised. No, in this that would show. be great, actually. <laughs> they never mentioned that again, so I'm assuming it's not. Yeah. Feel free to jump in if you have anything that I'm glossing over here. I don't think so. I think so far it's just, here's all the crazy shit that happens in this show. Uh, they get pulled over because they're going 80 miles an hour oh, yeah. on a regular street. And that was unnecessary, too. What was that scene about? I think they're setting up that because her mom is the mayor that she can get away with whatever oh, she wants. Gotcha. She gets a warning. Right. Uh, and she's like, if this wasn't the, if you weren't driving the mayor's car, then I, it would be a whole lot worse. You, yeah. you deserve a long warning. <laughs> so yeah, she doesn't, I guess she doesn't get in trouble or she doesn't get a ticket. They just get yelled at by the police officer. Also, they're going 80 miles an hour and they haven't caught up to those mini bikes yet. <laughs> they go really fast. Well, they can go <laughs> off road. They have to oh, stick on the road. Yeah. They, they took the shortcut. Now Sarah Michelle Geller says, Garrett's back and I have to know why. <laughs> Her acting on this is very, very bad. She also seems to be the only one trying, which I did appreciate, but well, like, man. Her character is fun. It's the character that I would like like to watch. Right. It's I shouldn't say it's bad. It is, but I shouldn't say it. No, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's bad, but it's it's really big. Yeah. Like yeah, she's playing sure. she's playing it I mean, I, I she's playing it really like she plays in cruel intentions. Right. Um, so I guess it's not bad so much as it is just like hilariously large. Yeah, it's like, definitely out of context. <laughs> like her whole character is out of context on this show. But to be fair, in most things, Sarah Michelle Gellar is not a good actress. <laughs> I love her on Buffy. And I think that Joss Whedon writes her character mm. like for her to play very well. But in general, man, she's not so great. Unless you're listening. And then I love you <laughs> and you're the greatest actress of all time. I, I think she's great. And I know what you did last summer. <laughs> Well, okay, I guess. That's probably the only thing she's like she's legitimately good at. acting against Freddie Prince Jr., <laughs> Ryan Phillippe, and Jennifer Love Hewitt. So that's a low bar. Oh, True. and uh, uh, Sonya Blade. <laughs> yeah, she is acting against Sonya Blade. Uh, Bridget Nielsen. Nope. <laughs> it's like Wilson or something. Yeah. The daughter from Last Action Hero. Is it? Yeah. And the teacher from Billy Madison. Well, <laughs> yeah. his name a lot. Of, she's also in this movie called Love Stinks with uh, French Stewart. Real <laughs> uh, French Stewart head over here. <laughs> I know all the French Stewart movies. He's in this movie called Glory Days with Ben Affleck. <laughs> okay, that's the that's as much as I know. Oh, Home Alone three. Oh yeah, he is in Home Alone three. <sighs> French Stewart. Hey, that's our second Home Alone reference. <laughs> Got Uncle Frank. Oh man. Okay, getting back to it. Is okay. there a Home Alone TV show? I bet oh, there is. Oh my god, I hope there is. No, but there is this movie called... Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it might as well be called that. So, it's. I'm going to have to look it up. But So, there's this movie that's a rated R Home Alone. That's <laughs> yeah. about a Kevin McAllister type character, like, having to defend his house. Mm -hmm. But it's rated R. So is he's it like, the recent one? No. Oh, okay. Are you, oh, are you talking about Better Watch Out? Is yes. That's the one? Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen that one. I have seen that, and it's very fun. Uh, that's the Christmas 
Oh, I guess obviously home alone. Also yeah, yeah, it's kids defending from uh, an intruder in their house, but it's super rated R. Ugh, now I'm gonna have to look this up. I'm gonna type in Home Alone rated R and see if it comes up. <laughs> nope, Home Alone just comes up. They're like, it should have been rated R. <laughs> he definitely murders those people. Ah, uh, now I want to remember what this is called. Hey guys, Mike here. Uh, just wanted to cut in real quick and say the name of the movie I was trying to think of is Playing Dangerous from 1995. And uh, it is basically Die Hard with Kevin McAllister. And it is actually rated PG-13, not rated R. So that's a little disappointing. But uh, I was going to put the audio from the trailer up here, but uh, you got to watch. You got to watch it for yourself. Just uh, go to YouTube and type in Playing Dangerous 1995 and watch the shit out of that trailer because it looks amazing. Anyway, back to the show. Okay, it's getting hot. Let's get through this. <laughs> okay, so finally we get to the backstory between Sydney <laughs> yeah. and Garrett. Which is done in flashback uh-huh. in a single shot that they that they just keep repeating. It's a two shot of each character standing in front of each other, looking at each other. And it's a series of them being like, I like you. I like you too. <laughs> but I have to leave for the summer. But why? Uh, I just have to. And then, then fading back to the to present. <laughs> yeah. And then her being like, yep, those were good times. <laughs> and then later, they're like, just very briefly later just like five seconds later it does it again and then he's like why do you have to go and wait i have it written down wait specifically he says oh he's like now they're being serious and they're like but i like you a lot and you so just promise me you'll keep in touch she says i'll try (laughs) and then he says you do that and then storms (laughs) off he was super mad i'll miss you you'll be so tied into your horse shows no I'll always have time to think of you. Even if we don't write or call. You know we can't. Your mother hates me. If you really like me, you'll find a way. I'll miss you. Don't worry. I have my horses. You won't have time to think of me then. (laughs) I'll try. You do that. He's mad because she cares about her horses more than she cares about him. And she's like, well, yeah, I do. Yep. Well, I mean, <laughs> from what we learn about Garrett, he's kind of a douche. And by kind of, I mean a super douche. Yeah. So I'm assuming he's a douche because of this moment, though. Oh, this is the origin. This. Okay. That makes more sense. And from then on, <laughs> just douched it up everywhere. Such a fucking asshole for no reason. So, yeah, that's what happened. She chose the horses over him. And apparently he went away too. Yeah, he's supposed to go to France or something. Oh, that's right. So he he goes to France or he's supposed to go to France, but then he has to come back because his dad is having money problems. Yeah, but what does he have anything to do? He doesn't come back because he's like, oh, my dad can't afford for me to be in France. He comes back because he's like, I need to help my dad out. He's having money problems. Yeah. It's the early 90s (laughs) problem. For some reason, all the parents in the early 90s had money problems and the kids had to save it. They just move out of Swan's Crossing because it looks very expensive to live there. Yeah, they should probably get a new place. Also, where do you think this is? I don't know. I'm, I just assumed California. But it doesn't look... I, no. I was thinking it's more like uh, like Georgia or somewhere. Probably, yeah. They look like they were on a coast of some kind when they're launching the rocket, though, but I think that's just the lake. Well, Georgia has a coast. Oh. Well, I don't know. I'm not <laughs> geography, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I was talking to Morgan the other day. I was like, 
yeah, Georgia's on the coast. It's on the Atlantic <laughs> coast. And she was like, uh uh. And I was like, yeah, huh? There's what? only one coast, and it's this one. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's right above Florida. How, why would it not be on the ocean? <laughs> I forget the coast goes along the entire <laughs> sides of America. Right. Uh, so they're pissed at each other. Now we finally come back to the rocket, and we and there starts to be a little bit happening at the rocket launch. <laughs> right. The nerdy kids that are launching the rocket rockets say to Garrett, "I hope you have your lunar pampers on." Yeah, I don't know what that means. Me neither. I guess there are specific diapers <laughs> worn for when the rockets launch, and he needs to be wearing them because they're going to do it. Yeah, I guess they're just saying like, "Oh, this rocket launch is going to be so badass. You're going to shit your pants." <laughs> but why wouldn't he just get to wear normal diapers? Nope. These are specifically lunar pampers. Yeah. They could have said... They're like, also not launching it. it to the moon. <laughs> I know. I mean, it could. It's fucking huge. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. But they still don't launch it. They still... They keep they keep getting, like, almost to one and then being <laughs> yeah. like, wait, stop. We got to do something yeah. else. Back to the submarine. Uh, she calls people on Swan's Crossing land lovers, which I guess is a burn. Again, really not much happens on the submarine. No, there's no explanation whatsoever as to why they're there. Who, why, what, nothing. (laughs) There's just people in a submarine about to come up through the lake. The rest of this show is about teenagers talking to each other on the summer break. Mm -hmm. And there's also a submarine. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... It feels like if it, like it, there should be a more clear understanding yeah. of why it does seem a like submarine. a like a season ten storyline where they're like, well, let's introduce a submarine, but it does. it's the first episode, so it's very out of place. It also might just be we don't watch soap operas, so maybe <laughs> like this is like, oh yeah, yeah the the standard submarine staple that they're yeah. in every every soap opera has one of those. It would have been weird if it didn't. Uh, okay, so finally they get down to one. Mm and right as they get to one sydney's like no garrett you have to stop the rocket launch because i guess for some reason garrett decided at one to run towards the rocket yeah so she shows up with her friends and is like garrett and he's like sydney and runs towards her like he's excited to see her right but then the they launch the rocket and it explodes (laughs) right they did a poor job very poor because this rocket explodes and then through some magic Garrett disappears. Garrett vanishes during the explosion. We'll talk about why this is magic in a bit, but for now, Garrett is not there. Yes. He was there, the rocket explodes, and then he was not there. He appears to have been... Exploded. Uh, yeah, like evaporated <laughs> like, by this tiny rocket explosion. And they even say that. They're like, he just, he just yeah. vanished. Um, so from this point on, all of these characters assume he's dead, <laughs> and most of them are fine with it. <laughs> well... SMG isn't violent. She's not. She's distraught. She keeps screaming, I killed him! (laughs) I killed him! I can't find Garrett. It's like he went up in smoke. He was running to be with me! I killed him! We didn't, Sydney. No one tried to stop him. We all killed him. Do you know you could be arrested for shooting off deadly rockets? We could all be accessories to a crime! And then all the friends are just like, you know, it's not your fault. I mean, and they start blaming each other. And the nerds are just having a blast. <laughs> yeah. They're just talking. No like, pun intended, I assume. <laughs> oh, I was pun intended. <laughs> uh, well, not intended, but happily happened. I'm happy that it happened. <laughs> yeah, they're just like talking about all like how the rocket works and laughing yeah. at each other about it. I'm like, oh, I guess that we should have used some more nitrous oxide. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, we accidentally exploded our friend. Oh, well, it happens because everybody fucking hates Gary. He's a piece of <laughs> shit. They're happy he's gone. 
<laughs> then somebody says, oh, it must be Sarah Michelle Gellar says, you know, you guys could be arrested for setting off deadly rockets. <laughs> yeah. And I was she like, does say that. that's a funny way of saying it, but that is definitely true. Yep. They should be probably. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Getting towards the end of this thing. Garrett and Sid. Oh, so now TJ and another random girl are talking <laughs> yeah. and she said, Garrett and Sydney are a perfect match. This has not been set up in any capacity. <laughs> nope. He looks right at her and says, no, we are. And then saxophone music starts playing like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is a relationship we yep. care about. And I don't know if anything happens. They're about to kiss and then someone walks up to him. Okay. As if like their friends haven't been there the entire time. They're like, <laughs> oh, you disrupted us. Like, no, they were there the entire time. I'm not. Okay. So Garrett is not dead, but. Is it revealed before then? He leaves a note on a oh, stone. That's right. So that Sarah Michelle Geller can go, I'm going to leave no stone unturned. But they don't ever reference that that's part of the joke. Right. Like they look at the stone and it's like, I'm okay. Don't tell S. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, Garrett's fine. This is obviously him who wrote this right. on the stone. And then immediately after she goes, I'm leaving no stone unturned until we find him or whatever. <laughs> but they don't make any type of deal that that's part of the joke at all i didn't even catch that but that is pretty <laughs> yeah. funny if it is a joke maybe it just happened yeah, it yeah they could have just accidentally wrote that and didn't think of it They're like oh hey that phrase actually applies to this <laughs> yeah because i thought they were gonna be like oh she better not look at this one then but they just immediately tell her also like he's such a dick <laughs> why i did write like did he plan this did he make the rocket because yeah, have- how did he know that that was gonna happen and he could disappear and write a note on the stone to yeah. let everyone else know he was okay. And then how did he, when did he have time to write that on the right. rock? And with what? That's what I mean. Like, did he have it with him already? Well, he carries with him everywhere. <laughs> he carries a just bunch in of case. Those. They're like post-it notes, but they're just a bunch of stones in just, his pocket. He was just waiting for an opportunity to pretend to be dead. <laughs> yeah. It would work anywhere. It doesn't say, don't tell her I didn't explode. Right. And good thing they found it. Because right. he just left it on the ground with other stones. <laughs> oh, God. So... They know, so I guess it's okay that he decides to make a move on this girl. <laughs> Otherwise, that would be in very poor taste. Right. And then why does she think that they're a perfect match? I don't know. They're a perfect match. He's pretending to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> she's crying about it. <laughs> screaming, I killed him. Jesus, have a heart. Tell her she's he's okay. <laughs> they do off screen, I think. Yeah, I don't even remember them telling her. But... No, they, they do say like, oh, we should tell Sydney. No, they can't tell her. Wait. Are you sure they tell her? Yeah, because she comes back and makes that threat against him where she's like, you better be there in one hour. Okay, that's so right. So at that point she knows, but they don't show them telling her that he's okay. I was thinking that, she, this doesn't make any sense, but I was thinking that she was saying that not knowing that Garrett was alive. Oh, so. And now I'm like, well, obviously she must know he's alive. <laughs> yeah, Why would she, she be like, ah, you know what, Garrett, if you're so dead, <laughs> and I believe it 100%, no. Uh, yeah, so she threatens him and says, you better meet me at the soda bar in one hour or else She does something. say, or else you're really going to be dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I even wrote that down. And then we cut to Garrett, and this is the first time we actually see Garrett. Yeah, yeah. And then he's just smiling, and he goes, ooh, I love myself. <laughs> <laughs> he was just hiding in some bushes, having a real blast that everyone thinks he's dead. Uh, and then he says... She's going to be, his friend is like, she's going to be so mad at you. And he goes, I wonder if she'll be as mad as that time I stole all her horse trophies. (laughs) I'm probably more mad, Garrett. (laughs) Uh, Although that is also a great prank. 
I like the idea too that he hasn't told her yet he has the trophies, and she's just like, "Man, one time someone stole all my horse trophies, and I haven't gotten those back yet." So upset about it. <laughs> um, and then he says, "I'm going to show up in an hour and ten minutes." <laughs> yeah. And then his friend, who I thought was going to be like a main character, but is literally there just to race him on mini bikes. Yeah. Earlier, that character seems like an afterthought or like a before thought, <laughs> and they're like, "We don't really have much for him to do." Well, that's most of the characters. Yeah. Like, because there's a lot. It says on the IMDb, it says it follows the exploits of 12 wealthy oh, teens. I don't and think I'm like, even 12 yet in I, this episode. I would guarantee there are not 12 introduced in this, in this episode, but I would say there's four characters and then a couple of side characters. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's really two characters, Garrett and, and Sydney. Oh, and submarine people. And her mom. <laughs> submarine people. Oh, and then we get... We thought that the episode was over because there's some weird flashback that he has. Or was that just the computer messing up? I don't know. They flash back again to them, like, standing in front of each other. For, like, a second? For one second. And then it cuts back again to, like, present day. And then a figure shrouded in darkness (laughs) walks up behind Garrett. And he's like, oh, hey, JT, what's going on? (laughs) What? And that's what that's yeah. the end of the episode. It's like a, it's a silhouette wearing a bike helmet of some kind. And it's not JT, I guess. No, I guess not. But it could be. <laughs> I he, hope. He was wearing a motorcycle helmet earlier. It could just be him. I hope the first part of the next episode is, wait, who are you? And then he takes it off and he's like, you were right. It's <laughs> JT. Like, oh, I thought it wasn't you for one second. <laughs> Turns bad. out it was. <laughs> uh, but man, the dialogue in this show is terrible, especially Garrett's. He, at one point, when he's pretending to be dead, and then his friend finds him and is like, she's going to be real mad at you. And he's like, not as mad as she'll be in an hour and ten minutes or whatever. Right. Um, He goes, hey, do you have anything to drink? Laughing made me real thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, that sounds like a burn, but, like, she's not around for, like, to hear him insult her like that. So it's a weird thing to say to his friend. Yeah, the dialogue's not so good. It and yeah, and really, it's hard to explain the tone of the show because it really is like if Saved by the Bell was written by the people that write Days of Our Lives, right? Because it is, it does seem to want to be fun, like yeah, and the kids are doing fun stuff. They're riding motorcycles and eating ice cream and driving fast in cars, but also nothing. There's nothing serious. <laughs> like it takes itself seriously, but nothing serious has right. happened. The most serious thing, I guess, was that Garrett exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just an elaborate prank. That was just a prank. By a kid who just showed up into town like a half hour before that. <laughs> and nobody else seems to be upset with him about it. They're no. like, oh, that's Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does it all the time. If I had a nickel for every time he <laughs> pretended to die. <laughs> We've had so many funerals for him. But that's Garrett. Classic. That's the show. That's Swan's Crossing. That's one episode and 18 minutes. Yeah. I, that had to. That, ha- so much stuff happened. Okay. It took us 40 minutes to recount an 18 minute <laughs> TV show. It took us more than twice as long. Uh, so next time, t- be more economic with your time, guys. Just watch the show. <laughs> now we're going to go to uh, say something nice. Josh, what's something that you unironically, unironically, <laughs> there's plenty of stuff to like about this show, ironically. <laughs> right. What's something that you could say unironically nice about this show? Uh, unironically. Um, I feel like the one of the Rocket Nerds mm-hmm. was legitimately good. And I would like to see him in other episodes or other projects he's been in. What, was it the white one or the black one? It was the black one. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to not say that, but nope. he was good. He was a very good actor, and I tried to look up if I could find him. He's not listed in the first episode on IMDb. So oh, wow. I don't even know. Like most of the, If you look on IMDb for this show, most of them don't have 
pictures. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> They're all just that weird silhouette. Didn't make it, huh? Nope. Surprised. Um, but he was awesome, and I hope he went on to do some other stuff. Uh, he didn't make as much of an impression on me, but <laughs> yeah. I didn't think that they were that either of them were awful. So yeah, the That's... other kid, the white kid, he's been in stuff. I just couldn't also find him on IMDb, but I recognize him from something. It's weird. I definitely didn't recognize anybody. I did see that Mira Sorvino shows up at some point in the show, though. Really? Yeah, she was listed in the credits. Well, she's also not my favorite actress <laughs> what about her dad he's also a very over-the-top actor <laughs> uh anyway i'm gonna say something nice and it is gonna be the following <laughs> i don't know there's a there is a lot about this show that i like but i am trying to think of something that is not because it's so awful <laughs> right i'm pro- i'm just gonna take the easy way out and say that i i en- genuinely enjoy sarah michelle geller on the show it's not a good performance so I'm kind of cheating, but it is fun. Right. Um, I'm not entirely laughing at her. I do think that this char- the way she's playing the character is entertaining and mm-hmm. engaging. Um, like I said, she's it's weird seeing her because I'm not as familiar with Cruel Intentions. I know it's like probably her biggest thing besides Buffy. Right. But I've only seen it once way back when it first came out. I've also only seen it once. So I don't necessarily think of her as being a bad a bad girl type character. Right. I usually think of her as being like the nice character although she plays the bitch in i know you did last summer yeah yeah, she's like the prom queen i guess she plays this character kind of a lot (laughs) but i it to me it feels against type even though she's played it before so it was kind of fun seeing her as this right more like bitchy bad dangerous type character so i enjoyed sarah michelle geller on the show would you watch another episode i might just to find out who the motorcycle person is at the end but i don't think i would watch anything beyond that i like that no, no matter what if a show has a, a cliffhanger josh I is like to know. i gotta know what happened did you watch bucky o'hare no did, have you watched any of the shows i haven't watched any of them <laughs> continuing i've been very busy lately <laughs> did you did you watch uh did you try to watch inhumanoids no oh i did one yeah after we first recorded it, i yeah. did try to find it online but it was very difficult me too i seriously still would if somebody knows where we can watch in humanoids the rest of that show i bring it up every episode <laughs> i loved that show um would i watch another episode i'm gonna say i would totally watch another episode of this <laughs> not by myself it's but it i think that this falls into the so bad it's good ca- category mm-hmm. or at least the camp it's, i wouldn't even necessarily say it's so bad it's just like so silly yeah yeah and um, if this is how crazy it is in the first episode, I imagine it gets crazier. That's what I mean. It's a soap opera. So, I mean, they're just going to have to keep ramping right. everything up. So, that's what I... And I got to know what's happening with these submarine people. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, the submarine people need to come into play at some I point. I genuinely got to know. And if they're all 18 minutes, like, that's a pretty small yeah, yeah. commitment. I feel like the guy, if he is a swan, he's like the the guy who runs the town and he's going to come back and the mayor's going to be like, oh, no, I'm not running unopposed anymore. And they're going to have to... Oh, man run against each other do you think then it will be a twist where the whole season he's a bad guy but then at the end we find out like the mayor actually like fucked him over hard probably that's why he left in a submarine yeah with his daughter and we think the whole time we're like this guy's a bastard he sucks and then we're like no he was actually the one that had the wrongdoing done to him and this is all justified <laughs> we just didn't see it from that perspective or maybe that's this great <laughs> maybe that's sarah michelle geller's dad and he left <gasps> and those girls are twins <gasps> and he took off with one of them and they're both named swan they're both named swan <laughs> you see there's actually a lot of potential for fun on this show yes i i I'm going to go so far as to say I might watch another episode of this. Um, the only show that I've watched a second episode of is uh, 
the motorcycle one. <laughs> was it called Street Hawk? I had to watch the pilot yeah. because I was like, I, I guarantee the pilot for this show is better than that random right. episode we watched. And fun fact, definitely is. <laughs> uh, you should watch the pilot for that show because it's pretty fun. It's like a, it's a bad action movie, but it's better than that episode we watched. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a motorcycle that has rockets and stuff on it. It's actually a lot of crossover between this episode <laughs> and that. This had motorcycles and rockets. Uh-huh. They didn't shoot rockets. Okay, so we'll go cut the shit. What is something that you recommend? Josh. Um, we'll start with Josh. <laughs> no one else wants to go before me? Um, I was planning on seeing 8th grade today, and then I was going to be like, I'm definitely going to love it, and I'm just going to use that as my recommendation. <laughs> I ran out of time. Pre- preemptively. What I loved <laughs> in the future is 8th grade. Uh, go see 8th grade, probably. My favorite part was the middle. <laughs> um, the beginning was also good. And the ending? Well, I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> um, yeah, probably that movie, but I didn't get a chance to see it. So I am recommending the new Mission Possible, which I won't talk too much about because Mike hasn't seen it yet. I have not. I want to see it so bad. Quick shout out to Serenity from Movies with the Misses. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She. I, I'm sure you haven't listened to their Mission Possible. I had to stuff. stop because I haven't they, watched it. Yet. Yeah, they they definitely talk about the new one. Um, what is it called? Fallout. Fallout. There you go. Mission Impossible Fallout 3. Uh, But she does say that Mission Impossible 3 is her favorite one, and I totally agree. It is the best one. So shout out to her for being correct. And also re-recommending Mission Impossible 3 for (laughs) Josh. Yep. Go see uh, Mission Impossible 3. Go see it. Oh, man. Did you watch any more Mission Impossible 88? Oh, no, but I want to. That's like on my list of like something to actually watch. I think I'm going to buy the DVDs because it's on DVD and it's only like 10 bucks. So I'm like, I would seriously watch another episode. I think about it every single day. (laughs) (laughs) I started watching one of the original, the 66 series, Uh and it was also cool, but like it wasn't, it's older. So it's not as like, I don't know, it's not as much fun (sighs) because old stuff isn't as much fun, you know? (laughs) Uh, Okay, cool. I'm going to recommend, I have nothing, I have nothing to recommend. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to recommend the grudge. <laughs> I, I genuinely, I'm trying to think of other Sarah Michelle Gellar vehicles that I enjoy. And I'm like, yeah, there's not a lot. Harvard, I, man. I was going to say <laughs> not Harvard, man, a movie that I hated so much. I turned it off in the middle. Uh, simply irresistible. If you're in the mood for a super, super, super lighthearted romantic comedy, like it's barely a comedy. <laughs> um, you could do worse. I guess it's about a cook. I'm mm-hmm. not going to recommend that. That movie's not that good. <laughs> Uh, I'm just, you know what? I've never recommended it on the show. I'm just going to recommend the greatest show ever made, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I don't, it doesn't need anything more than that. If you've never seen it, um, you're missing out. Uh, I will say that the first season is a little tough to get through, especially for modern audiences, just because it's so cheesy. Um, some people like it, but if you really like the first season, you might be disappointed with where the show goes because it gets a lot more serious as it goes on. Um, I think it gets better in season two and three and then really hits its stride in season four. And it's an old TV show. So that's like 60 episodes of TV <laughs> to get through hour long episodes of TV. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, investment, but one that is worth making everybody on it is so good. Sarah Michelle Gellar is fantastic on it, especially in like season six and seven. And it's so good that I'm making a a podcast about people that were on it (laughs) on other TV shows. So, yes, I recommend that. And finally, do you have any shout outs to podcasts? Um, No. (laughs) (laughs) I 
mean, I listen to a bunch, but uh, they're all just the standard ones everyone listens to. Everything Scott Ackerman is on. Um, I saw Adam Scott at a coffee shop yesterday. That was fun. Or the day before. Get it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important. It was when I, I sleep whenever, so I forget what days are. It doesn't matter. This will be out on Tuesday anyway. <laughs> so yeah, listen to Are You Talking R.E.M. Re.Me with Adam Scott and Scott Ackerman. Awesome. I ha- still haven't listened to R.E.M., but I, You Talking You Two to me is one of my favorite podcasts ever. Maybe my favorite podcast ever. Um, and I don't even like you two. So yeah, you I don't like you two or Arya. <laughs> so. so second that, but I'm going to recommend this week. Uh, I'm going to recommend a podcast called Tag Me In, Bro, and it is a wrestling prod- podcast. <laughs> it's a. I think it's specifically WWE exclusive. I don't think they talk about New Japan or any of the other weird wrestling that I don't watch. Right. Um, but uh, it's really good. It's really well produced. Uh, it's not just like off the fly like us. Like they have a little bit more like. I don't know if they write it but they definitely prepare for it right, and stuff right. um there's two brothers and then there's uh, a guy and a girl and they do they usually do things separately so that they can have like different points of view on things mm. like the last one i listened to was before uh extreme rules and they each had their own predictions for like how the matches were gonna go oh, okay um, which could get repetitive but it was actually really inter- entertaining because they both have like different like reasons for like why they were right, right why this but they recap every week they recap raw and smackdown and then obviously nice. they do uh when the big events come and it's really fun if i'm not watching wrestling at home i'm listening to wrestling podcasts so (laughs) you got me hooked josh it's your fault so i think that's gonna do it this has been uh this has been a completely morganless episode i was wondering if she would come home while we were recording she did not so i'm sorry everybody there's no morgan on this (laughs) you have to you're gonna have to put up with it for a while i'm i don't think that she's gonna have time in the next two weeks so get prepared for more of me (laughs) And maybe Josh, <laughs> if Josh is free. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm always free. It depends on what the audience feels. I will. I will check in with other guest hosts as well. Uh, I think that's going to do it. Thanks for listening to Bad Reception. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you enjoy the show, please help spread the word by giving us a quick review on iTunes and sharing us with friends. I'm just going to really double down on this iTunes thing, you guys. We haven't had a new review in seven weeks. Just give us a review. If you listen to the show, just take five minutes, put five stars, and say good. That's it. One word. Good. Or not even. You know what? You could give us three stars if you're like, okay. I just want ratings. I want to know people watch listen. I want to know people watch this show. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna correct myself. So yeah, do that. Do it. Um share us with friends. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. At Bad Reception Pod, I do the Twitter. Morgan does the Instagram. And by Morgan does the Instagram, I mean she never does. <laughs> and usually I do it anyway. If you have a show you'd like us to watch, you can tweet at us or send an email to pod.badreception at gmail.com. For those links and more, go to pod, pod, for those links and more, go to badreceptionpod.com. I'm Mike. With me today I had I'm Josh. I've had a, I'm Josh. And that's the end of the podcast. Love that graphite. That's Morgan's line, but she's not here. Bye. Bye.